Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It is Monday, May 7th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Boy, I tell you, what a fantastic weekend. We had the barbecue here locally, and I hope you enjoyed it. And if you had any dollars bet down on Justify, you probably are sitting pretty this Monday. Yes, Justify splashed through the mud at the Kentucky Derby by two and a half lanes to win it on Saturday. And he's the first Colt in 136 years to wear the roses after not racing as a two-year-old. Mike Smith, who is the 52-year-old jockey, crossed the finish line clean as a whistle without a speck of mud on his white and green jersey. And this is the rainiest derby they've had in the race's 144-year history. Justify was a 5-2 favorite in the field of 20. He ran a mile and a quarter in two minutes, four seconds. Good Magic was second, and Audible was third by a head in the rear. Anne Arundel County Public Schools are investigating an allegation that a school bus driver called a third grade student from Mills Parole Elementary School a racial slur last Wednesday. This all sort of broke out on Facebook through a friend of the parent of the child who allegedly was accused. And the student's father, Delray Johnson, went to the Capitol and did an interview with them saying that the bus driver called his son a racial slur and his son texted him on the ride home from school. He did approach the driver. The driver denied that he had done it. Now, on Facebook, they did say that the driver is actually the owner of the bus company. And in a statement on Facebook, Superintendent George Arlotto said, Let me be clear. If what the student alleges was said is true, it is unequivocally indefensible and will not be tolerated. If that is the case, be assured that I will take swift and appropriate action. I think we need to wait and see what happens on this one. We have two stories from the world of Mayor Gavin Buckley this morning. Late on Friday, they announced the first Annapolis Sailors Triathlon, which he talked about a little bit when we spoke with him in the Maryland Crabs podcast on his first 100 days in office. But the first Annapolis Sailors Triathlon will be on Saturday, July 28th. It is a shortened triathlon, and it is going to feature Lieutenant Governor Boyd Rutherford, who will be handling the bike portion of it, County Executive Steve Shu, who will be handling the swimming portion of it, and Mayor Gavin Buckley, who will be handling the running portion of the triathlon. People are going to be able to register either as individuals to do all three or as a relay team, as the three elected representatives will as well. There is a press conference scheduled for Tuesday morning at 1030 at City Dock, and it will be limited to 500 participants. And you'll be able to find more information at sailorstriathlon.com. And recently known to me, triathlon doesn't have another A in it. It's T-R-I-A-T-H-L-O-N. Also in the world of Mayor Buckley, he has re-envisioned Main Street, eliminating Memorial Circle, which is down at the bottom of Main Street. He said that the plans have been in work since last month. It was shored up with the discussion with urban planner Fred Kent. And what they're looking to do is to take that circle and sort of make it into a T, but extend Hopkins Plaza, which is the little park outside of the market house, out into the circle. And that will include a bricked market space, a bandstand facing Eagle Alley, and a permanent Christmas tree. 
The mayor is getting a little bit of pushback from the city council on this. It is not too far different from what the council had approved in the city dock master plan. So stay tuned. We'll see what's going to happen with that. 25 years ago, there were 56 teenagers in the labor force for every limited service restaurant, which is essentially is the kind where you order your food at the counter, McDonald's, Burger King, etc. Today, there are less than half that. And that's a result of the teenagers decreasing workforce participation and of the explosive growth in restaurants in general. But in limited service restaurants, cheap labor is an essential component in providing inexpensive food and a shortage of workers is really challenging the equation upon which fast food places have long relied. And that can be seen in rising wages, a growth in incentives, and in sometimes odd situations where you see business owners actually flipping burgers themselves. You can see the reaction to it here right at the Bay Ridge McDonald's. They recently closed for a renovation to install automated ordering systems, and they have eliminated a lot of the counter ordering that you would normally see there. Kudos to Merriweather Post Pavilion. Back in January, a 40-mile-an-hour wind came through the area one night and collapsed the roof that was almost done on a multi-million-dollar renovation. Thankfully, no one was hurt in the collapse, and IMP, who manages all the events at Merriweather, said they were going to get it fixed in time for the spring season. According to Audrey Schaefer, she said it was way easier to start over than to fix the existing structure. They had a three and a half month timeline and they got it done. The venue opened up on May 4th for the M3 Rock Festival and Merryweather season is now in full swing. And those are our top stories for today. Be sure you check out ionanapolis.net for all of the news and be sure to sign up for our weekly events newsletter so you can be in the know every Friday afternoon at 1230 p.m. Now, hang on. We have George Young with DMV Weather right after Sean O'Neill from RBC Wealth Management. I'm Sean O'Neill, your local RBC Wealth Management Advisor. When you choose to work with me, you'll have access to a worldwide network of financial products and services only available from a leading global institution. RBC's international reputation for physical strength and stability, world-class capabilities, and corporate values is unique in the financial services industry. I also recognize the importance of reinvesting in the communities in which we live and work, and I'm committed to serving my clients by building long-term relationships based on trust, integrity, and confidence. I look forward to helping you with your wealth management needs. Call me, Sean O'Neill, today at 410-573-6723 for a complimentary consultation. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Monday, May the 7th. Today we'll start a new stretch of superb weather for Annapolis in all of Anne Arundel County with tons of sunshine and highs near 70 degrees. Same goes for Tuesday and then Wednesday and Thursday will bring slightly warmer high temps but still with sunshine in the mid to upper 70s. Our next chance of rain will come late Thursday and Friday and a little bit into the weekend as another front moves into the area and by the weekend we will likely see high temps back in the 80s. But all in all, a very nice weather week ahead for the Annapolis region. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day today and be sure to get our free app by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store and also follow us at dmvweather.com or on Twitter or Facebook so you can always stay weather-informed. But remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. Hey, it's May, and it's Maryland Podcast Month. No, Hallmark didn't invent this puppy, so there's no need to get a card, but do yourself a favor and give a listen to some of the other Maryland-based podcasts. 
Our right-wing friends, hey, they called us liberals first, at Red Maryland have put together a website called MarylandPodcastMonth.com, and it lists all of the podcasts that are participating this month. Throughout the month of May, many of us will be showing up on other Maryland podcasts as guests, and we'll have all sorts of antics throughout the month. Among the participants are Red Maryland and Ion Annapolis, of course, and then others to cover every topic you can possibly think of. Podcasts such as Quality Time, The Maryland Crabs, A History of Maryland, The Conduit Street Podcast, Laugh Finder, The Extra Point Show, Society Fringe Players, The Mark and Lowell Show, The Engine Mom Podcast, and quite a few more. So go to MarylandPodcastMonth.com, check it out, get familiar with a new podcast near you, and of course, please let all your friends and associates know as well. And we will see you all May during Maryland Podcast Month. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.